Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! What are you drinking over there? Explain that to me. Happy Dad. Happy Dad? What is Happy Dad? Seltzer for guys. He's got like an old school label on it. It's like, I don't want to admit that I'm drinking a seltzer. I want it to look like a beer. There's a group of YouTubers. It's like actually in a beer can. Like, you know how yeah. seltzers are like the thin that's, things? So that's the this idea. This looks like a beer can with an old school label, but it's seltzer. No more skinny cans. Yeah. Don't have to be embarrassed about that right. anymore. So you're a happy dad? I, I, I After like a couple of these. The worst thing I've ever heard of in my life. There's a group of YouTubers called the Nelk Boys. The what? The Nelk Boys. What does that mean? The I'm Nelk not Boys. even sure. But they're from Canada. And they started like doing pranks on YouTube like ten years ago, and now they're like billionaires. Why didn't we end up doing that? But they started their own seltzer company. We really got to start doing YouTube. Like when pranks. I say billionaires, I'm pretty sure they're actually billionaires. Like it's stupid. Yeah, I know. We've really like, screwed they're, up. They're here. best friends with like Dana White, and they hang out. Oh, this podcasting thing was a terrible idea. We should have just. <laughs> But anyway, it's very good. So try, just, try happy. Should have just gone up and down escalators and petted people's arms. When a guy drinks a yeah, right. When a guy yeah. drinks a white claw, you get dirty looks. But oh, not yeah. like, what are you drinking over there? It just looks like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm drinking Happy Dad. Happy Dad. Oh, well, okay. Well, then that's much better. Anyway, welcome in to Southside Pod. My name's Chris. His name's Bill. Belly on up to the nine foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. Thirty minutes of good covering the Southside. Lots of fun ahead for you. It's all brought to you by. Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones financial advisor, right on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. Tom actually called me. He handles my money. He handles Bill. Called me before the election and went over how the markets react generally to a midterm. I'm pretty sure he did that with everybody he works with. It's amazing. See what he can do for your retirement. Give him a call, 773-779-0023. Second week in a row here on Southside Pod, we're talking to somebody in Lamont, and there's a reason for that. They're crazy out there. They basically just come up with weekend (laughs) events in which people flood the streets and do things that I don't hear about anywhere else. I mean, Meetathon is coming up this weekend. If you if you missed us talking about that on the last episode, listen all about it, and, and then and then probably go and eat a ridiculous amount of meat as you walk through downtown Lamont. And then a few weeks after that, on Small Business Saturday, Mabel's Market is putting together an ornament walk. We've talked with Summer Steele before. She's on the line with us right now. Summer, how are you? Doing fine. Thanks for having me. You guys come up with something out there every weekend. Like Lamont's a party. Like if if people don't live in Lamont and you're looking for something to do, uh, I know that their website, LamontDowntown.com, lists a bunch of stuff. We talk about it here on Southside Pod. Uh, You thought up this idea. Uh, Was it just you? Was it a collaboration for Small Business uh, Saturday with with this idea that people are going to show up and go from business to business picking up new ornaments, craft ornaments, for their tree this holiday season? 
Yes. I mean, we did think even if you had all the ornaments you ever wanted, ornaments make a great gift too, or ornament exchanges are really popular right now. So we thought if you leave downtown Lamont after a night of uh, browsing through the different shops and being able to have wine and craft beer and listen to music along the way, and you leave with eight like really cool ornaments, like whether they're for your own tree or you gift them, it's such a good deal. Yeah. So it's, it's eight ornaments. You're paying for these in advance, right? So it's 50 bucks for the event. Uh, you get a wristband, you're walking through Lamont, you're hitting eight different places. You're picking up your ornaments. You're spending an afternoon in Lamont, uh, on small business Saturday, but then there's also on top of picking up your ornaments, other things that are going on as you're walking along. I know Pollyanna's involved in, in some way in this, and uh, some of the other locations that aren't giving away ornaments have, have jumped in, and it's become yeah. almost, I mean, it's not a drinking progressive, right? Right. I mean, you, you go to these sometimes, you hit a place, and you have a drink at like eight different places. Here you're getting an ornament at eight different places, but then there's also other stops along the way and, and a little bit of drinking. Yes, um, we do like to incorporate drinking as an option to most of the events we do in the evening. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the extras on top of the ornaments as you go into each business. So each business that's on it, when people register, they are, you know, they get a note back that says where they check in, either at Maple's Market or one of the other businesses that Girl & Co. And when you check in, you'll get a wristband and a map. And on the map will be where each stop where you can pick up an ornament. And several of the businesses, for instance, uh, instance Astor Gardens, which just opened this year, a really, really cool vintage um, house plant shop. She will have, Pollyanna will be in there giving for free or included in your price um, a flight of seasonal craft beer taste. That Girl & Co. is going to have a harpist playing um, Christmas music and some other music. Um, and then in the back room at the bookstore, at Three Stories Books, we're having um, a tarot card reader. Oh, yeah, because nothing says Christmas like tarot cards. <laughs> well, we were calling it your Christmas fortune. Uh, <laughs> anything happens. Anything goes in the lunch. Uh, you know, we were really trying to think of, because, you know, most of the other shops are offering um, wine samples. And we were really just trying to think of what, you know, what are some things that you don't get just by shopping Small Business Saturday, which we hope that everybody does anyways. But as an event like this, we were like, you know, what is just something cool or fun that will appeal to a lot of different people? You know, the wine, the beer, the ornaments, the, you know, tarot card readers. I see a hot cocoa truck on here as well and some fire pits out there. Yes, yes. So the cocoa truck, we're hoping for some um, fire pits there um, on Main Street Park. So um, we think that the really cool thing about downtown Lamont is that it's so walkable. You can park once, you'll be able to hit all eight of these shops easily walking, even if it's chilly that night, um, you know, where the hot cocoa truck will be. That will be um, easy to get to and, you know, stroll past. So I think that is one thing that we really have going for us here is that the relationship between the small businesses and the small business owners and the community here community here is really tight and it's really easy just to park and be part of all of it. It looks like here it should be a great event. I, I know that you always have 
a lot of parking there. There's a ton of public parking, a lot of street parking. Uh, you can take the metro out there if, you, if you're not from Lamont uh, and get around very easily. You got a lot of different things that are going on. People are going to go shopping anyway over that weekend coming out of Thanksgiving. And here you, you pretty much have have paid 50 bucks for eight different ornaments. I mean, think about if you got to knock yeah. out eight people on a list and you're like, I'm just going to get them all ornaments and I'm going to walk around and taste some uh, craft beer and drink some wine samples and check out downtown Lamont, which I'm sure is going to be all done up and and decorated coming out coming out of uh, Thanksgiving into that weekend. Uh, so it sounds like a blast. Quick question for you, though. This is not me trying to be cheap, but um, what if I took my wife to this she wants eight ornaments for the tree, and I don't want duplicates. Do we both get bracelets, uh, or can I just stand next to her while she shops? Because that's pretty much all I do generally is just stand next to her while she shops. So I would say the wristband, all the shops are going to be open anyways. So, yes, the person that is getting the ornaments would have the wristband. They are also the ones getting the free beer from Pollyanna. And, you know, the tarot card reading if they wanted um, the hot cocos. I should wear the wristband so I can get the beer and then just hand her the <laughs> ornaments. That's what you're telling me? I am saying that's between you two. But, <laughs> uh, but it is the same ornament. That is a good question because it is the same ornament per, um, per stop. There's only one ornament per stop. So if four people from your family were all coming, um, you would be, you know, you would expect to get you're just going to get that same ornament from each shop. So whether that be you want to gift it or you want to trade it or bring it to an ornament exchange, um, you know, it's one. And I will note that each ornament that we're giving is inspired by the shop that is um, handing it out. So you'll feel the same kind of vibe and taste and like, you know, it's not going to be, um, you know, the photography studio, we're not handing out a camera ornament, but it, you will hopefully be able to kind of, draw the line between the ornament and the shop. That's cool. Registration then is going to be on uh, November 17th. You got to get your, your wristband by then. I'm sure that's so that you can prepare and make sure you have enough ornaments to hand out because essentially you're buying your eight ornaments in advance. You're you're getting the rest of the experience with the wine tasting, the beer tasting, and, and the other extras that are along the way. And it looks like we go to your store's website to get the tickets, mablesmarket.com, correct? It is true. We're half sold out. So we have about uh, a little bit over half sold out. So we have about, as of today, about 40 tickets left. All right. I'm going to get in there and get my ticket. Just one, though. Okay. <laughs> I am... She doesn't need any craft beer samples. She she has enough wine on the weekends, and we'll just yeah, I'll just do one of those. I would it kill you to buy two tickets. Would it kill you to buy two tickets on Small Business Saturday? Yeah, it, trust me, I'll be I'll have two of them. You you know that summer. There's no way I'm getting away with that scheme. She's not going to allow that to happen. Summer Steel from Mabel's Market once again on Southside Pod. It's a pleasure to have you every time that you're on, and another really cool idea going on in Lamont. Thanks a lot, Summer. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Have you been injured at work? Then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. I think this is my last winter. Uh, ever? With... No, I'm so not sorry. ever. I'm not ever. Wow. What's no, going no, no. On? It's my last winter with the beard. You have a beard? It's the scruffy stuff I keep on my face. I just okay? thought you didn't shower. No. <laughs>
<laughs> my kids think it's, it's not a really beard. a beard. My kids think it's a beard. I've but seen, I know it's I've not. seen beards. No, I don't have a real beard because every time it gets too long, it gets itchy, and I hate yeah, it. So I keep suck. it like I keep it really beards short. Beards are dirty and gross. I'm right. sorry if you have a beard and you're a listener, but I don't care how much little beards are dirty beard and gross. oil you use. Oh my or gosh! Whoever's selling you this garbage? I don't feel this way. This is only feel... Bill. We don't want to lose all of our bearded listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You have like, they say like, oh, get some beard oil. Like, what are you doing? You're just oiling up dirtiness. I do think that's a little weird. It's nasty. I mean, well, I, I would get trapped. Well, no, but here's the thing. I shampoo my beard. I would imagine most people do that. You know, I mean, it's not like, again, it's I not wouldn't a call full it a beard, beard though. That's just it's like, not a full beard. I, yours it's is, I haven't hair. shaved in a couple of weeks. It's facial hair grown out to kind of cover up my, a little bit of the fat on my face. That's all it is. It's like a neck beard to cover up your double that's chin. That's basically what it is. That's what it is. And- it's turning gray. Oh my! My hair is gray, and and my, I, my kids they have gray hair now. Like when they color me, yeah. I go, I'm going to draw a picture of our family. And they use silver. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm like, what? Why are you doing that? Like, oh, cut your hair color. Do you only put it on part of your head too? Because you're going bald. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's been for years though. So. But the thing is, like right away, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this off after the winter because it's turning white. There's white and there's gray like on the sides, and yeah. I'm like, it makes me look old. And I'm that's like, cool. I'm, You're like an old dog. Well, that's the thing, Erica. <laughs> Erica, Erica's like, you should keep it. You look distinguished. And I'm like, she wants me to wear this so that girls know I'm old. I think that's what the the reasoning in her mind is because she's always done this. Right. And you've said this before, and a lot of my other friends have said this before. She believes since she right. would sleep with me that everybody would. But sure. in the end, she's the only one who would sleep with me. Right. But she thinks because she's into it. Absolutely. Every woman would be into it. Which so in her not mind, the truth. In all of our no, cases, it's not the truth. Yeah, exactly. Most, we all, uh, most we all of have our cases. we all have a woman who would who goes, Well, but since I would do this, he's right. the hottest man in the world. Yeah. But in reality, you're con- you're confused by right. love. Love has blinded you to how like Correct. Yeah, exactly, right? So She's like her every decision she makes when she tells me how to dress, I can I have to put it through the prism of yeah. she thinks that women find me attractive. So if I'm going out with her, there are certain shirts she likes me to wear. Because she's with you at the time. Right. And there are certain but if shirts. You're going out without without her. But there are yeah. certain shirts she doesn't like because she doesn't think I look good in them. When I'm with her, she yes. wants me to look good. Yes. When I'm going out without her, yep. all of a sudden 100%. she starts suggesting the shirts that I know. She thinks make I me look stupid. I tried to wear this to dinner last week, right? And you said it was. Oh no, awful. that looks good on you because she's trying to make me look ugly because she yeah. thinks that that's what's going to happen. Right. So she's like, "No, no, no! You should keep that. It makes you look distinguished." And I'm like, eh, "You want me to keep this because it makes me look like I'm I'm old." That's. I mean, I think that's what the whole reasoning is, right? It sounds like that she is being very jealous and then protective of you. But I don't know if the beard thing, like the shirt thing, she can have it both ways, right? She gets the good shirt, the other girls get the bad shirt, right? I mean, now she's getting the gray. Other girls getting the gray. So she might just be into it. You think she's into the gray? Might be. It's weird. Check it out. I mean, her father has a beard, though, so then that makes it weird. Her girls dad's... always go for girls with the, like their fathers. That's why I keep some old spice in the car, just nice. in case. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Real nice. month or so we've been checking in every once in a while with local Southside high school sports in the football season there's playoff football they're getting close to the state championship there's also state championship volleyball happening this weekend there's a lot of Southside teams still involved 
Tim O'Brien from the Beverly Review joining us once again as we get ready for some big contests. And he's brought to you by SidSauce.net. It is the only place to get your hot sauces. The peppers are grown on the south side, the sauce is developed, they're bottled, and they're delivered to much of the listening area for free. SidSauce.net. Brother Rice, Mount Carmel, a chance to head to the Final Four going downstate happens this weekend, Tim. It's as good as it gets locally. I mean, this is what you, when the bracket came out at the end of October, everyone's kind of looking like, okay, if these guys can win a couple, you get another matchup in the quarterfinals. Off the seeding, Mount Carmel is the heavy favorite. There's no doubt about that. But that's how their regular season matchup went, too. Everyone kind of assumed, man, the caravan are going to blow, you know, blow by them. And Brother Rice came out and really stuck them defensively and just put a good game plan together. And Mount Carmel was a little off, and they had to kind of hold on late to to get that win. So, yeah, I think Mount Carmel got their wake-up call. There's certainly the potential that maybe this goes, you know, if they click offensively, that they can, you know, win by a, a touchdown, two touchdowns. Who knows? But Rice is playing really well. And with the new uh, head coach, Casey Quedenfeld, they're, they're just really solid. You, he, you can see that he gets what he's doing. Yeah, there's the potential that Mount Carmel, if things click, I, they're the favorite if you're a betting man, but Rice is solid. So I think this is going to be a game. It's going to be interesting to see how Brother Rice can handle things early on just to, you know, you can't get in the hole. They've got to, you know, kind of stick stick with them. So, you know, if you're a high school football fan, this is as good as it gets. We should enjoy this one. So the other game that's very interesting has whoever's going to end up playing Brother Rice or Mount Carmel in the next round in the semifinals for the state championship. And St. Rita uh, has an opportunity to win that game and then face the winner of the game that we just talked about. Uh, What are their chances this weekend? St. Rita's just rolling lately. They're not flashy. They're not super like, oh, look at what the Mustangs are doing. They just, they're, they're winning and they find ways to win. And recently it's been that running game. Their junior running back, DJ Stewart's been going for a hundred plus and multiple touchdowns for, I think four straight weeks now. I mean, he's having a day behind a really experienced offensive line. Uh, St. Charles North is tough. There's there's no doubt about it. I mean, you don't get to the quarters by accident in those upper classes. Like, they're a good team. They're a legit 10-1. and one. They can score. They've got uh, a really nasty defense that can slow you down, and they've got a couple guys going both ways that are key contributors. So, you know, you, you never know this time of year, but it, it's – it's going to be a fun one to see. Can St. Rita kind of stick with it and wear them down? Can they bust a couple big plays? But yeah, I mean, the top four teams in the Class 7A bracket are the top half of the bracket. Is Brother Rice, Mount Carmel, and St. Rita. There's a potential for a state semifinal between some of the most storied programs in the state. I mean, if Mount Carmel, St. Rita for a state semifinal, that's on the line. That's our Super Bowl. Like that's that's huge. That's that's what you dream of as a football fan. So, I think St. Rita is going to get it done. It's going to be close, and it's not going to be easy. But I think they they just have too much skill. They've been co- really well coached all year, and they've got some athletes who can make a big play. So, um, I'm picking St. Rita close, but you know it, it's going to be fun to see if they can go on the road and get that done.
All right, so of the three Southside teams, and I think I can kind of figure this out by what you said, but I want to hear you say it out loud. Of those three Southside football programs that are on a collision course with each other, uh, which one, rank them one, two, and three, best chance to make it through this bracket and get to the state championship between Carmel, Rice, and Rita? Gun to my head, I'm still riding with Mount Carmel. They've been dealing with some key injuries that have kind of forced them to revamp some things, but they're so deep on offense, and the defense just continues to make plays at every level, up on the line, the secondary, and then they just don't let a lot of big plays behind them. I ride with them. They were the favorite all year long. They're 11-0 for a reason. You know, this is why they're here. This is how they got here. I think they'll get it done. And I, I think I'll be in Champaign in a couple of weeks covering Mount Carmel, but I wouldn't be shocked if St. Rita, any of the three can make it. There's too much talent on these teams. You just need a couple of plays to break your way sometimes. But uh, I go Mount Carmel. I think they're just, I think they're too good to not make it to the state championship. It feels like whoever was going to win the Macaulay Marist volleyball game is essentially going to be the team to beat for the state championship. Am, am I wrong about that? Cause it just feels like those are the two teams. There was a sense in that gym last week at Lions Township that there was a state championship feel, which is kind of typical of that rivalry. Every matchup kind of feels like, okay, this is it. You win it all with this. And Marist squeaked out a close one early in the first set. It was, uh, it was, I think, I believe 30 to 28. And Mother McCauley rallied and looked as good as any team I've seen this season. The second and third sets were absolutely dominant. I mean, I, and if, if they play like that, nobody's going to beat them. That said, it is a tough, you know, final four up there. Uh, St. Charlie's is no slouch and waiting on the other side. If, if Mother McCauley can get through is a, Barrington team that beat Macaulay three weeks ago uh, out at a tournament the tournament last week of the year. And Bennett, who's kind of just flown under the radar this year. Marist handled them with ease in uh, the conference schedule. But I've been impressed. Mother Macaulay, when they're clicking, not many teams can keep up with them. I think it'll probably be a Mother Macaulay-Barrington state championship match Saturday night, but we'll see how things play out. But Mother Macaulay is freakishly good when they're on, and they're on a lot. All right, exciting stuff going on right now at the local high schools, football and and volleyball right now. Tim O'Brien covers all the sports in the area for the Beverly Review. Tim, I appreciate you jumping on Southside Pod. For sure. I appreciate having me, Chris. One, two, three. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. It's the homemade nine-foot oak. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? It's the homemade oak bar. We're down here drinking at the homemade nine foot oak bar. And I know you were, wish you were here and not so far away from the homemade nine foot oak bar. Is it leak? Is it teak? I don't know, but it's not redwood. It's oak, you know. It's the how many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. It's a homemade nine foot oak bar. I said, how many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. Homemade nine foot oak bar. Homemade nine foot oak bar. Switch to a new age of life. Stay independent in the home and uh, forget that assisted living. 
It's a bad idea. Why did you work so hard? Why did mom and dad work so hard? Grandma and grandpa work so hard to then have to leave their house. Forget that. HHME.com. Go there right now. Do it while you're listening to the podcast. That's Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. And I'm not telling you to go there to order, though you can. I'm telling you to go there so you can see how they can make your home into a smart home. That they have the latest in diabetes control and CPAP machines. That you can get your medical equipment at a great price and they take money off not only by working with your insurance, but if you mention Southside Pod, you get additional money off. But after you look at the website, just stop in and see them. 3518 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. I'm thinking that we're talking about the baby boomers that probably need it. Maybe some Gen Xers, not the Zs or the Ys or the Millennials. That was the worst part about all the election coverage. The absolute worst. They can't come up with names for these kids. They keep labeling them. I think that they're. It, I think it's stupid. I understood the baby boomer thing because why do they start with X? By the way, well, well, here's it wasn't the, like a fuck a W. Well, that was a weird thing. Think about this. The baby boomer generation was there to describe an actual yes. increase in things births happened after they came home from following war. World War II. There was a reason it was called that. And then anybody from the end of World War II until the <laughs> 70s, we're talking yeah. 30 years. Yeah. You're telling me somebody born in 1945 is the same as somebody born in 1969? Yeah. No. Ridiculous. But you're telling me they're all the same generation. Okay? That's what makes the whole thing stupid. And, and, and defined then, by a letter of the alphabet just arbitrarily picked out of the one right, of the 26. Because, well, it was a news report. doesn't describe any of it them. It was a news report. They were trying to talk about the disaffected youth. They were they, they there was a difference in the economy. They were they had right, an attitude right. with themselves and they All came right. up with generation X because they didn't know what to call them. And then what happened is all the morons. I mean, they never. I always tell what this. What do we to, have next? I don't know. I always tell Why? this to my kids. I always tell this to my kids. There was no name for any generation before baby boomers. And now, because there was a generation called I think something. there was, but not. Like, what was it called? Not well known. What was it called? I think if you looked it up. The I horse could, and buggy generation? <laughs> the model T generation? The, the depression agent? I mean, like, come I on. think there was, but what was not it? well known. What was it? I don't know, but yeah, I'm because it, up it didn't exist. Okay, just, it's not just well known. With me I just for said no it reason. wasn't known. If it, you know, I what I'm gonna tell you right before. now. If you find a name of it, I guarantee somebody named it in the last ten years. Like it wasn't called that back back. You know when they actually had the generation alive. All right, they've been they've been well, named them retroactively. <laughs> they've been named retroactively. They're all dead, and somebody came up with a name. So for the greatest generation. Well, the, the 1901 to 1924. Right. Well, no, but they were only called the greatest generation because they defeated Hitler, and they weren't called the greatest generation until the until the 80s or 90s when they were finally called that. Like they lived their whole lives before somebody called them that, or they were already dead. Then you had the silent generation. There, no, that, that that didn't even exist. That's bull. Some millennial came to 45. up with that. That, is, that didn't Mostly even exist because of Calvin Coolidge. It I would imagine. didn't even silent exist. Cal. They never called anybody the silent generation. What about never heard when of the it. silent movies came out? I get it. Come on, now you. You're just you're no nobody called it that then the baby boomers oh, that was the first time they named the generation for then real. x then oh, i thought there was a y but apparently it's millennials and millennials y the same thing no they go millennials y and z and then right now is alpha uh, apparently it goes to 2025 oh come on this is stupid 2013 to 25 is generation Here's alpha so we're starting over but with greek letters Here's the thing. it's just <laughs> stupid at this point the idea that they're naming generations did not even exist when we were People we were need younger. things to feel accepted and part of, you know, people need that. I don't want to be them. part of anything, which according to my notes says that I am Gen X. 
All right, yeah, that makes sense. Before we get you out of here, let's take a look at your weekend. You don't want to miss anything exciting like Santa coming to town. This is way too early. He used to show up on Thanksgiving. Now he shows up on Veterans Day. Pretty soon it'll be 4th of July. Santa's getting to Orland Square Mall Friday, 5 p.m. till 6 p.m. They're having the arrival party and a tree lighting. I mean, I shouldn't really pick on the Orland Mall Santa. As a child, I have sat on Santa's lap in Orland Mall. As an adult, I might have done it too. If you're looking for music, there's a ton of it. Blue Island Beer Company, or Bibco for short. I love calling it that. I don't think anybody else does. They have Lithium, a full-volume tribute to Nirvana, on Friday night starting at 6 p.m., and then our good friend Joe Ryan is having his Fairly Folk Fest. All kinds of great artists, and Joe is one heck of a performer. We've had him on this show many times before. That kicks off 5 p.m. on Saturday. They're rocking at the rooftop tap in Palos Heights as well on Saturday starting at 8 p.m. Moving targets on the rooftop tap, Harlem Avenue just north of 123rd. Your look at this weekend, of course, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. Great taster bar plus all kinds of CBD products. Check them out at 3837 West 95th Street or visit coolcloudsvapor.com. And mark down on your calendar... The Streets Arts Alliance. They do all kinds of really fun events at breweries all over the South Side. We're going to be going to one of these, if not both. Sound Growler Brewing Comics and Cosplay Market on the 26th of November. And then on the 27th, also in Tinley Park, right up the road at Hailstorm Brewing, the Flurry of Makers Holiday Market. Two very different markets, two very different breweries, both out in Tinley and Southside Pod. I'm telling you, I'm going to be at one, maybe both of them, because I'm I'm not sure if I can pass up people dressed up in cosplay while I'm drinking craft beer. I mean, let's be honest, Bill, you, you only live once. Now think of the people that we've lost this year. Did you see this thing, Angela Lansbury died? Get out of here. Yeah, you saw that, right? Come on, she's really? Dead. Yeah, she's dead. Oh, my Come God. Come on, you saw it. She was dead. What's She's next? Messing. The queen? She's dead, too. What? Yeah, she died. That's just how we Coolio's The gone. funny thing is, Don't yeah, he's dead, cool. too. No. He's dead, too. He died. Oh. Coolio died. One, two, three, four. He's on the floor. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for 2022 to be over. Yeah. I mean, it's just the worst year ever. Oh. Worst year God. ever. All these people die. Anyway. First of all, Angela Lansbury dying at the age of 95 immediately. Was I the only person that did math in their head and tried to figure out how old she was when I was a Murder kid? Murder, she wrote. Because I was like, she seemed like she was 80 years old in Murder, she wrote. She was like 50. Yeah. Like, like you're sitting there going like she was an old woman. Like I thought some people she was are just that old. old. Yeah, she's always looked Remember, old. Remember like George Burns was in that movie Oh God in the early eighties? Yeah, I know. And he was like a hundred? Right. And then he died like thirty years later. Yeah, and it was like, how did he live so long? <laughs> but but then I saw this thing on Twitter and this was what the crazy thing was. Somebody doing a tribute to Angela Lansbury put like the recording of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, she was Mrs. Potts. And her doing Be Our Guest. Yeah. And you find out that Lemur, and I did not realize this, the candlestick, is the dude from Law and Order. 
It's no. the dad from uh, Dirty Dancing. It's Jerry Orbach. Wow. And he's doing a French accent. And he's That's just standing strange. there. He's just standing there with a cup of coffee. And you're like, the guy from Law and Order is speaking French. And like, <laughs> oh, the, the oh. he's like, he, 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 oh, and I'm like, oh, you ruined everything for yeah, me. I did not right. think it was that guy. That's who it was. <laughs> that's who the candlestick was. Wow. Yeah. So Angela Lansbury died, and that's what I tell me that the Jamaican crab from Little Mermaid is a white kid. It probably is. (laughs) (laughs) You got the Wikista, girl. All right, good job, Jacob. (laughs) Can we take it again? It's the South Side! It's the South Side! It's the South Side Pod! Thanks for listening! Thanks for tuning in to the South Side Pod! Y'all come back now, you hear?